My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here. Today we have another interesting interview up ahead of us here. Julia strongly believes that digital PR works. She thrives. She, sorry, say that again. Julia strongly believes in digital PR works. She thrives on multiplying the impact of conscious entrepreneurs, in turn, positively positively impacting more lives and businesses. Um, we're going to have some great conversation within that and some takeaways and wins. Julia, thanks so much for jumping on today. Everyone give Julia a, a, a warm welcome. How's it going? Hi, Brittany. Thank you so much for the intro. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here and share some tips that may work for our audience. Perfect. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here today. Did you mind just giving us a little bit more of a background, maybe a little bit of your story and um, how you got to where you are today? Because I think you're kicking butt and you're doing fabulous. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think with the pandemic changing the landscape of uh, digital marketing and marketing in general, a lot more people are switching to online methods of lead generation. And they often think mm -hmm. of maybe running ads or maybe traditional social media marketing. But what I've discovered and learned along the way is that digital public relations has now basically taken over the traditional public relations, which is, you know, being on in-person conferences and events. Now we have a lot more online summits, networking events, all sorts of digital publications like magazines, podcasts, like what you guys are doing, which are basically creating a lot of opportunities for businesses to showcase themselves, what they do with their services and bring value to the audiences. So I'm a strong proponent that that is a one-to-many type of marketing model that in many cases is better and more effective than traditional marketing. Absolutely. I love it. Well, I like what you're doing and I'm excited to get some more value and insights from you along with the audience so we can all relate. So great. That's awesome. Now, we know within building a six-figure or higher business, there's always some great wins, but what would you say would be some of, um, we'll go into what the wins are, and then if you also want to let us know what your biggest challenges along the way have been. Yeah, so I think one of the better wins for me is just the satisfaction I get from this line of work, because the people that I choose to feature in my channels and the, the people that I help grow their businesses are teaching me so much as well. So I work with conscious entrepreneurs that are trying to basically positively influence or impact the world. So as they are doing that and I help them multiply their impact, they're also teaching me how to better myself as a person, how to better my business and so on. So it's a win-win in that sense. And as I grow, I find one of the most annoying challenges really is growing my team. I find that people, uh, they don't commit as much as they used to because there's just so much opportunity in the remote world and the digital right. world. But finding a virtual assistant that's going to stick to you for a while is a challenge. I train people constantly and they, you know, they learn, they take the skills with them and they go somewhere else. So 
So that is my biggest challenge right now is basically trying to find people that I can delegate to, that I can trust, and they can do the job as good or close to as good as I'm used to, or that, that the standard that I keep for myself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That it can be tough, you know, finding the right people. And what would, you, what kind of people are you looking to work with? What would be your dream person to work with? Yes. That's a great question. Actually, I, I just recently learned that what I think the dream person is, is not actually the most um, ideal employee. So okay. I look for people that are like me, who are entrepreneurial, who are you know commu- communicative, who are, you know, who love working with people. And apparently, if your staff has that entrepreneurial ability and desire, they're more likely to then take those skills somewhere else. So what I found out actually from my coach is that it's it's better to hire people who are, I don't know if you're familiar with a disc profile, are on a, on a C and an S cycle, which means that they're more of a helping hand kind of people. They're maybe more detail oriented. Maybe they don't enjoy working with people as much. Maybe they don't really want to build a business. They just want to be helpful. So right. even though it's not necessarily who I am or my you know, predominant qualities, but apparently it works better to, to hire staff for a long term who, who have those strengths versus my own. <laughs> right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find the perfect person, right? And and narrow it down to, you know, this is ideally what we want, but is this what you want to work with and stuff like that, right? It can be it can become difficult to find that person. Um, so I guess coming off of that. When did you start your podcast? Do you have a podcast yet or just a YouTube channel? Yeah, so the, the YouTube channel started close to a year ago, and we're just actually winding out to audio-only podcast platforms as well, because as I talk to people like yourself and as I'm being a guest on podcasts, people are telling me that it ends up capturing different segments of audience. So not everybody's on YouTube. Not everybody likes to watch the shows. Some right. are, you know... They're just members on different podcast platforms, and that's where they go to get their information. So we're widening out to basically allow uh, a wider audience to benefit from our content. Right. Okay, perfect. And so how has the YouTube channel um, affected your business uh, on its own, like just the YouTube channel? It all started with it, actually. It all started with that. So as I was interviewing people and building my connections and network, those people and those, well, mainly, primarily coaches, then became my close circle of customers. And I did a lot of market research to understand their needs. And from me working with them came out the idea of digital public relations, because all of them were asking for more visibility, more publicity, getting their word out there, you know, getting their message out there, sharing their story, and obviously generating leads, which is the big part of any business. So this is where my business pivoted to naturally based on the feedback I was getting from basically my podcast or YouTube channel guests. So I, I, all of this happened organically. I wasn't planning to be in this field. It was just a part of what I was offering as part of my services, but I ended up pivoting and zeroing in specifically on public digital public relations as, uh, as the main focus of what I do. Okay. Beautiful. That's awesome. So how many um, episodes do you have up on YouTube yet? 
I'd have to double check, but it's, it's getting, I think it's over a hundred considering some of the shorts I've also added, which are not the inner, the typical interviews. I'm okay. also um, now uploading my lives. So Facebook lives and so on. I'm uploading them also now as episodes. Okay. Um, and a lot of them are with more than one person being interviewed. So I'm really enjoying the multiple, um, I call it a panel of experts. So it's not right. just a one, one interview, it's more than one person, more than one expert in the field. And I find it creates a really unique type of debate uh, and actually a lot of support between between the uh, the guests. Sometimes I've, I love you know, it. when they join, I'm like, oh, I don't know, these people are so different. I don't know how we're gonna have some sort of synergy, but it's, it ends up being amazing and it ends up coming up with some unique angles on topics. Right. Oh, that's so interesting. I love that. I love that you do more than just one person at a time sometimes, right? That um, that's amazing. And just those connections alone, right? They're connecting with each other. You're connecting with them. That's incredible. Um, so to my, I guess my next question would be, what would be your biggest focus? You said your biggest focus is the PR, right? With yes. YouTube basically channel. I help, I help people understand what digital PR is. It's basically our digital footprint of our business or for a sole proprietor, it's a brand, personal brand. So I basically help them understand what it covers. And as I mentioned, it covers anything from events to uh, anything like cross blog posting, you know, even sometimes answering questions on some question and answer platforms, anything where people can learn more about you, the value you have to offer and build a relationship with you. Because from that point on, it's no longer a cold call. It's no longer a cold lead generation um, method, like for example, Facebook ads, where you mm-hmm. see somebody's ad, you don't, you didn't ask for it, right? To start with, you didn't ask for it, it was shoved in your face. Then you're like, okay, fine, maybe I need the service. So then you click on it, you don't know anything about the person, you don't know anything about the and brand. Then you have a phone call. Then you have a phone call, or you have to have to like develop that relationship. Maybe you're in the funnel and they send you some content and you develop that relationship. Right. Well, whereas digital PR kind of flips it from from the head to the feet, really. Okay. You start with the relationship. You start with showing people who you are and what you do and what value you have to give them, and you pique their interest, and they come to you. So it's a completely reverse method compared to you know traditional generation through advertising. So right. I teach the basics, and I teach people how to speak effectively, how to be on podcasts, on camera, how to present their business, how to do an effective introduction, how to have an effective lead magnet, how to um, you know invite people to work with them and, and nurture them in that ecosystem. And literally, as we're doing today, we're recording it once, and this podcast is going to be out there for years to come. And who knows how many people are going to be exposed to this. So this is really a one-to-many, evergreen lead generation that surpasses all other methods in my opinion absolutely oh my gosh I love it I love what you do and yes because just like traditional um lead generation like like you said cold calls um and like Facebook ads all those things like they don't bring you the right clientele and for one plus it's people who aren't even interested half the time so it's really to close any sort of sales or anything like that you're not you don't have the proper audience even, right? So, and the foundation, uh, and the foundation is to know, like, and trust the person you're yeah. buying from. You're not buying necessarily the service. You're buying a whole package. You really are right. working with the brand. Like, I think 
again, the pandemic switched the mentality from product-based and service-based to brand-based mentality, where people associate themselves with supporting a brand, being a brand advocate, right? So like, for example, people, right. people buy Nike, they don't buy it because it's a certain model came out. It's because they like Nike. They like what Nike stands for. They like what they do for the world. They're there, you know, right. and whatnot. So it's really about building that relationship and building your brand awareness through getting yourself out there. And the more people you're in front of, the more people are going to share what you do with others. It may take a little bit of time. Maybe it's not going to be in people's face immediately like a Facebook ad would, but it is it is like planting a seed. It's going to take a little bit of time to grow, but it's going to generate the fruit and the fruit is going right. to be coming for years to come. Right. Absolutely. Building those relationships, you know, rapport, everything. It's very important mm-hmm. if, if you want, to, you know, to grow your business, right? So yeah. amazing. Well, thanks for sharing that. Now, when you're doing interviews, I know we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, I guess, how do you go about attracting the people you're interviewing? If you want to just dive into that a little bit deeper so we just have a better idea, can we just talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit more? So I, are you asking in terms of like, how do I select my guests? Like, how, how do I yes, get yes, the right guests yeah. to come on, on my show? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I usually do like an open-ended call for guests. And I, okay. I let them know that what I was where the interview is going to be going is, so I have a magazine as well where I do like a written interviews or I get um, articles to be submitted to me. And, and it's very similar to my YouTube show. It's on self-mastery. So anything to do with personal development and self-improvement. And usually people who are content providers in that area of expertise are coaches and are consultants. Okay. And that's exactly my target audience. So just by naming my show and my magazine a certain way that alone attracts people. And also when I put a right. call, um, for for guests, I specifically let them know what topics I'm looking to cover, and and I get so for example, sometimes I'm I'm focusing more on business end of things, so I'm asking for business consultants and business coaches or maybe marketing coaches. So I say I say it how it is. I'm just saying I'm looking for some marketing experts to interview okay. on my channels, and people apply, and and it's it's super easy. I, I don't really have to fish too hard for, for the right person. Honestly, you just need to be right. clear. You need to know who you want to have on your show. Who you want to interview. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. So um, how do you go about monetizing um, your YouTube channel and stuff like that? Kind of this, if you want to just touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, it's actually very similar to what you guys do. So because I'm attracting my ideal customer and right. my ideal customer is also in my audience, it ends up growing my network of connections and then they also receive my newsletter and then my newsletter have an opportunity to give them an offer and invite them to work with me Um, i also offer them an opportunity to be featured on multiple events that i do throughout the year so even if they were not a a contributor to any of a specific channel let's say maybe they applied for podcast but maybe we've never recorded they're still in my network they're still on my mailing list so they're still my lead they know who I am. They're on my social media. So I provide content on social media and build that relationship with my audience. And then whenever I have a new offer or maybe a special, I make sure I'll let them know. I post it on my social media as well. And uh, I'm actually going to use some of the tips that I've seen on uh, your podcast um, mm-hmm. videos, the, the intro videos, 
um, as to you know build a, a relationship right there and then when you're inviting people uh, people to be a guest and having that conversation right. of what each of you do and how you can help each other grow uh, right there and then. So that's definitely a great opportunity, which I have maybe. I've used it in the past, but what I've also found that it was taking a little bit of my time. So right. I tried to streamline things and automate things by people submitting recordings to me without me ever meeting them. Hey, but and I that's realized that I'm missing, yes, but I'm missing that opportunity to build a build a relationship right. with them. So it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Yeah, it's it is, it is, because that is a great idea. Like honestly, because you're you're a crazy busy woman and like every other entrepreneur, like the one thing that is so like very common is like they have no time right so Mm -hmm. like it's trying to find that balance with the time and also like saving time but also building relationships and stuff like that so you're not alone you're not alone at all on that everybody most of the people I interview are in the exact same boat so yeah one thing I I figured could potentially be a, a solution which I've sort of started implementing just recently is doing office hours so instead of having one-on-one calls, I, I let my audience know, or let's say all of the applicants that I haven't recorded yet, that I'm going to have a Q&A office hour during this time, and maybe I give them a couple of options, and it's like a drop-in open Zoom call when they can come in and meet me, and I can meet them, and we can have that chat. But instead of them booking it in my calendar all over the board, you know, like a call here, a call there, I actually like group them basically, right? So I have like, let's say right. one on Tuesday, one on Thursday, and I have people show up during that hour and then meet right. them during the time. So that's another option how you can streamline that. Yeah. And that, that works out easier sometimes. So then it's in one block and another block, not just all over the place. Right. Exactly. So absolutely beautiful. Okay. So based on where you are today with your business um, or businesses, what would be your biggest focus within this year to come? If, if you haven't already mentioned yeah. it, do you have anything else that would be your biggest desire, biggest focus for within this one year ahead of us? Yeah. So I'm streamlining basically what I do instead of doing it one person at a time, I'm offering now um, it's launching next month, a group coaching program, which includes a course, which will basically get you all the information that I would normally teach one-on-one in a self-study, self-paced uh, way with some touch points with me and a membership where we have support with me and, and the peers and all the other guest coaches and bringing in a lot of publicity coaches, publishing coaches, traditional book publishing coaches, mm-hmm. public speaking coaches to be guest speakers, to basically add on to what I do in terms of other ways of building publicity, maybe not necessarily in digital space, maybe, space, maybe in the traditional space, but it would also basically help people get more publicity and get their word out. So yeah, launching that program next month. And um, for myself, I just, you know, I do what I preach. So I'm on a lot of networking events and podcasts and all kinds of, um, you know, seminars and summits. And I'm also doing a summit myself on mental well-being because it's my passion. And that's this month, right? Yeah. And a couple of issues of the magazine are going to be dedicated to this topic as well. So building mental health awareness um, for men and women around the globe. That's, that's always been my passion because the, as, as we all know, there's stigma around that. Right. So yeah. So that's what I'm concentrating on this month, but it's going to be an ongoing, probably a couple times a year. Right. Summit. 
I love it. That's so exciting for you. Um, perfect. Okay. So my last question, because I know we are just getting close to the end of the episode here, but okay. So based on where you are today, and I know you're doing amazing things, um, what would you expect? I guess, what would you expect to have to change or what challenges would come along the way if you were to double, say, your revenue and your profit in one year? What would be the new challenges that you face? What would be some things that you might have to change? I think we touched on it already. It's definitely time, streamlining processes, systems, getting getting the team that's productive and doesn't need babysitting because that's whatever right. the problem is, right? Because I have to literally take everybody by the hand and teach them everything. So right. hopefully then by then I, I have, you know, grown to the point where I have people who are sort of my mini me and that can run with the staffing and the organization and I can just do what I do best. But because for all of us as business people, we spend some time on the business, not just in the business. That's always a toss up. So that's that. And I also like to have a greater work-life balance. So I like to work less and enjoy life more. So again, streamlining to to uh, to save more time for simple things to enjoy, like as we talked about, I'm in a tropical country, so I love to be you know, close to the ocean, to the water, and put my feet in, in, the, in the ocean. And I don't do it enough, just being so close to it, right. not having the time. So, Absolutely. So, you live in a beautiful place, but you don't, that time freedom is hard to come by, right? So I yes. totally understand where you're coming from um, because I struggled for a long time too in Costa Rica, having the time to actually live the Pura Vida life, you know? So not alone, not alone. <laughs> Okay, well, great. Thanks so much for uh, having the time or making the time to jump on here today, Julia, with all your valuable insights and everything like that. I know you would have connected with people listening and you definitely connected with me as well. Um, But before we jump off, if anyone's interested in um, connecting with you, hearing stuff further, what would be the best way to go about reaching you? So maybe I'll leave two ways. So my website Digital PR, which stands for public relations. So digitalpr.works, because I do believe digital PR works, is basically a bunch of my links, social media links, links to all kinds of things, including my podcast and magazine. So do get in touch with me through there. And I'm most active on Instagram under positiveimpact.tv, which is also the name of my YouTube show. You can put that in the YouTube search, positiveimpact.tv. Because I do like making an impact and the people that are bringing the show are making a positive impact on the world. So that this is why I named the channel. Beautiful. Okay, well, thank you so much again for making the time to jump on. And anybody listening, if you're wanting to get interviewed just like Julia did today, please like and subscribe and go to podcastrebels.com. Um, we would love to interview you as well. Thanks again, Julia, and catch you on the next episode, everybody. Bye. Brittany, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, 
download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.